T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Me personally, I wanted to get the guys going, you know, get Latavius going, get Ty going, get Jimbo going early in the game. It's hard to really get a full balance, but I don't think it's right for a running back to go in there in the second half and get the first couple touches. So that had nothing to do with I have the utmost confidence in Jimbo. And, you know, he knows that. That's why we're featuring him past. You know, I expect that we call it again and that he'll make that play. So that just was a product of uh, just the rotation and, and how the game was kind of being played. It had nothing to do with the actual play. Buffalo Bills offense coordinator Joe Brady there on his Zoom media meeting with the media on Tuesday as they got ready for the bye week. Uh, I will say on that point with him saying like getting the running backs going and everything like that, they didn't really run the ball a ton with Latavius no. Murray and Ty Johnson when they did do that. I get it. It's coach speaking. They want to throw a guy under the bus. I mean, this is also somebody who, and I think Brady's doing a fine job in front of the media, but he also blamed himself specifically like for the miscommunication between Allen and, and Davis at the end of overtime. It's like, I mean, sure. I mean, like in a world, yes, but like <laughs> right. not really. Yeah. But I mean, like, look, that's Coaches do that, players do that. We know Allen has done it for years where it could be a, a blown coverage on the defense and he goes, I got to be better. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? It's just like, it's athlete speak. I get it. I kind of wish more athletes weren't like that, but that's also selfishly part of my job. It it gives you more content if a guy's going to be a little bit more out of left field than, you know, the typical stuff that you hear there from Joe Brady where he's taking all the blame or, you know, he's making sure no one's thrown under the bus. It is good. I get it. It does help with team culture. No one feels like they are being singled out. But selfishly, I kind of like it. Just just a change up. Yeah. That's all I want. I just a little bit make things fun and interesting. It's it's little things like like Jim Mora years. I mean years ago, the the, the famous playoff rant where playoff playoff. I'm just trying to win a game. <laughs> no coach says that. Every coach that we're still alive until we're dead. Like like it's just like yeah. everything is like yeah. until we're officially eliminated from the place. And even then, you're still you know. We're always trying to win every game. We're always trying to do this. More was like, but why are you talking about the postseason? We're terrible. <laughs> like, and it's just it's something like that. Yes, they're iconic, and and there's there's a reason why they are because not many people do them. But man, when it's done, so much fun. That's so why, much that's fun. why Mike McDaniel's so fun because he does say out of pocket stuff all the time. Yeah, like I remember somebody asked a question about uh, Devon Achan when they were overseas. And he's like, oh, you, what, what fantasy action you got yep. on him? Or And it's always in a joking tone, but even like when they were out through seven weeks, like the best offense ever, and he's like, it's exactly what our goal was all year. It's exactly what our goal was. <laughs> it's and everyone's like, goal. Yes. <laughs> like, and that's, oh, I have such a frustration with that. Could like he coach in the NFC? Like if he was the Minnesota Vikings coach, Ugh. my favorite coach in the world. Man. But like he, would he make, gets docked 10 points because he, he coached the team in South Beach. He, he can't stand it. He would make... Like he would make the Falcons. Could you imagine him on the Falcons with B- 
Bijan Robinson. I'm being dead serious. I can only imagine the Falcons with Arthur, with Arthur Smith and making every fantasy football owner infuriated. Yeah, you're talk, you're only, talking to one of them. I can only imagine <laughs> that. Like like Arthur Smith has to coach the Falcons because like Kyle Pitts, he can't pop off. That that God intended that he can't. Drake London, Bijan Robinson, none of them can. It has to infuriate you. That's just how it's intended. I, I mean, you're, you're probably real happy because in our work league, I have Bijan, and he's done nothing since week. See, four. no, as a Texas fan, I was stoked for Bijan. That's fair. I was so excited for him, and mm-hmm. now I'm like, oh, he we went to the Falcons, who should have used him. They love running the ball, yeah, but they like running the ball by committee and like not giving him 25 touches a game. Even though, and it's infuriating. Even though you have a world class running back. Speaking about offenses here, oh man, I have some I'm upset ide- again. I have some ideas. This might make you less upset, but it might make you more upset. I have some ideas about wide receivers. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, we're nowhere near the offseason. We're nowhere near free agency. But it is fun to look. No, but we're pretty cl- darn close to thinking about it. We're starting to think about <laughs> it. We're, 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 we're beginning the stages of, of thinking about thinking about it. It's the first stage of grief. I've read a mock draft this morning. That's the first stage. Yeah. Yep. I'm looking at free agent wide receivers. So, let's talk about them. I'm looking on spot track here. This is all dependent on bringing Gabe Davis back or not. Okay. Obviously, in this case scenario, you're probably not bringing back Gabe Davis. Mm-hmm. But if you do, you'd probably have to look at a, a lower end value in this list. Obviously, the top of the list, Mike Evans. Mike Evans is 30. Yeah. So there is that. I'm I'm trying to weigh in what they can bring to the Bills and also age. Because you don't want to get mm-hmm. really young, and you kind of can't get really young. But you also don't want to just go out and sign like a 26-year-old. Oh, because he's 26. You know, yeah. but like when I'm looking at DJ Shark, oh man, I on the Panthers no, for no reason. I'm a big DJ Shark fan. Yeah, his, but, his one year in Jacksonville, we had a thousand yards, yeah. and I'm like, that's the guy I loved out of LSU. And but outside of that, he's been very disappointing. Here's the thing: he's in Carolina. His numbers don't look great because he's in Carolina. Bryce Young is a young quarterback, and the Panthers need better weapons. So they could, you said this yesterday, they could very well be one of those teams that's in the race for a guy like Michael Pittman or Gabe Davis. I'm already convinced Gabe Davis is a Carolina Panther. Like, okay. j- like we're, we're just like with, six, months, six months away from it, but that, like it's a done deal. With that being said, why would they bring DJ Shark back? They probably won't. I mean, to be perfectly and, honest, like again, like as I said with Shark, I was a big fan of him coming out of LSU. And in yeah. 2019 with the Jags, he had over 1,000 yards, 73 catches, 8 touchdowns. He has not gotten close to that since. Nope. But, I mean, it, in his in his one year in Detroit, he played ten games, or he started ten games, played in eleven, thirty catches for five hundred yards, three touchdowns, and then this year, like you said, he's on Carolina. Mm-hmm. It, it's a bad offense. Don't get me wrong, and, and Bryce Young's probably the wrong quarterback there. But he got thirty eight targets, twenty catches, two hundred sixty three yards, and three touchdowns. But so there, and and you might be saying like, well, why? Why he's got terrible numbers except for one year? That one year was with Trevor Lawrence. It was not. It was with. It was, not? it was with Blake Bortles. Well, there goes that theory. But regardless, <laughs> regardless, in that year with the Jaguars, with Blake, with Blake Bortles, even though it's Blake Bortles, that offense was pretty good. So and, much garbage time. I love it. And but it's gorgeous. I'm trying. I'm trying to rationalize it here in the sense of he's been on bad teams for the past few years, and if he gets on a good team, he might go back to the way he was. Oh, it wasn't even Blake Bortles. I was off by a year. <laughs> it's Gardner Minshew. No, it was Minshew's rookie year. Yeah. I just had to look this up because I was like, no, he was already gone by then. Man. It was Minshew. They had signed Foles that offseason right. to a massive right. contract. Yeah, and then he, Foles he, got hurt. Because Foles got hurt that first game. I want to say that was against Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So he gets hurt that first game because he had also played in 2018 with the Eagles. Comes over. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. regardless. 6-10 that year. Regardless. Minshew was so much fun that year. DJ Chark. 
what do you think? How do you how do you feel about it? On a like one said, year on a one year very cheap deal, I yeah, I wouldn't like I wouldn't deal. be massively opposed to it. But I also I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, man. It's kind of just the Trent Sherfield Deontay Hardy train again, right? Where it's a lot of discount shopping. You're praying that your all star quarterback gets the most out of them. And with Chark especially, I've seen a lot throughout his career that tells me there's not much else there. Right. The one year was great, and it was in his second year mm-hmm. when he was young, and, and he still had that speed. There was no injuries built up, not, like nothing, and he looked very good, and never once got close to that again. But the unfortunate thing is, is you, and you brought up, you know, the discount shopping on the offense. They probably won't have that much money to spend anyway. Like, because mm-hmm. I want to say a guy like Mike Evans, I want to say a guy like Michael Pittman, but you probably don't have the money to compete. Sure, you have the interest. You can you could say, hey, we have Josh Allen. Yeah. You want to come play with Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen? But you're asking guys, especially at the age of 30, who are looking probably at one more big contract, mm-hmm. to not take that one more big contract to go win a Super Bowl. Mike Evans already has a Super Bowl win. Right. So like, you're not using that as like a big you know, you know, pull. You could, you could use that for Michael Pittman, but you, you maybe Michael could, Pittman but would, Pittman's is, looking for his first big contract. He's going to get a lot more than Mike Evans, I think. Yep. And and then you also have a guy like I mean again this is all right now you have a guy like Calvin Ridley, is Jack Jacksonville's probably going to bring him back right? There's no way they don't. They're probably bringing him back. I would think he hasn't had the year you expected him to. Kind of, I mean he's got 600 yards, mm-hmm. five touchdowns. I, I would imagine they're bringing him back, just just because they need to keep the cupboard full for their young quarterback, who right. they have not had to pay to a big deal yet. Yeah. They need to keep that full for him. But, so, again, this would be, you know, this wouldn't be, like, the answer. Obviously, they would do this. They'd sign somebody, like, out of this group, and then they'd also go get a wide receiver in yeah, the draft. You, That's, yeah, you're I talking like they would still probably draft somebody as well. Yeah, I should have prefaced this all by saying they're going to draft a wide receiver in this case scenario, but they're also going to sign somebody and sign somebody bigger. Because, like I said, I don't think you can go for the big fish like Mike Evans or Michael Pittman. I think that's that's why I think a lot of us are just so heavy on the draft is because you can get a guy who is probably better than a lot of the free agents available mm-hmm. on a very, very cheap deal. Even in the first round. Even in the top 15. They're going to be cheaper than a lot of these guys you're getting who are, again, I think are going to be a lot of just a Trent Sherfield's Deontay Hardy where in the offseason we're stoked. Right. I mean, I was a big Trent Sherfield guy in this offseason because I saw what he did in Miami as the, th- as the third wide receiver opposite Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, and it has legitimately, Josh, never transferred to the Bills. <laughs> they targeted him twice in this past game, and him and Allen were not even close on the same page. Yeah, Allen was on Chapter 3. Sherfield was on Chapter 30. <laughs> it, it, they were not even close. Just for funsies, 2025, you got Jerry Judy. Got C.D. Lamb. Jerry Judy is still just a name. <laughs> like, like C.D. Lamb's fun. The Cowboys are going to pay. Ay- Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk's awesome. Both those teams are going to pay eye-boggling amounts of money to those two wide receivers, specifically C.D. Lamb, because Jerry Jones, right. number one, he's That's wearing true. 88. Number two, he's really good. Number three, he was drafted by the Dallas Cowboys. Number four, Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones. Yeah. Like, like he is going to make the money. He's going to make an absurd amount of money. And it, to be perfectly honest, probably rightfully so. Chris Godwin. How old is he now? 27? 27. So, he, so he'll be – his birthday's coming up, it looks like. Man, he's, he's dealt with a lot of injuries, too, right. like season-ending injuries. He'd probably be 30. Ugh, no, I'm out. It, a lot of injuries. I don't necessarily think his game is going to age as, gra- as gracefully as somebody like a Stephon Diggs. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Again, this is all dependent on if they bring back Gabe Davis and, you know, it's many months away. I'm also not the greatest, uh, you know, free agency decider because – 
you know, it's, I, it's, I, I brought up DJ Chark as my first one, and you shot it down immediately. It's just I, I, I thought I, I thought it was on something good there. I was like, wow, this could be like a you know a good value. If you would have asked me three years ago about DJ Chark, I'd have been slamming the table, being like, <laughs> you need to sign him today. It should have been done yesterday. It's just now you've seen how kind of how his career's developed. He's just he's an NFL guy. Like I mean, he's been in the league for six years now. Yeah, but he's not anything special. It's kind of just going to be the same sort of thing that we're doing. This whole class, now. this whole class isn't really that. Special. That's my thing. Is I, I I mean, there's there's big names, sure, but like most of them are going to be signed. I think by it their might teams. be a blessing in disguise that the Bills don't have a ton of money to spend. You have to do it in the right. draft. You have to go and get young talent. You have at to least do a really good season. job. Yeah, at least in this offseason. Because in 2025, there are some big names out there, and again, they're pro- most of them are probably going to get contracts, but. I, you, you never know. Mm-hmm. A player gets disgruntled next year, yeah, or you know, a falling out happens this year. It, it there's a lot of things that go up in the air with free agency. I just like to look at what's available because then you know what you can compare the Bills, like what the Bills have compared to what other teams are going through. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, you know, they're maybe not in that bad of a situation. The Bengals have to re-sign Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. I mean, th- and they're also having injury problems with with that's Joe the Burrow. Thing is, even though you're strapped for cash. The most important position is handled. You have the quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's where a team like New Orleans is a perfect example because they oh, they kick the can down the road a lot. Yeah. Problem was, their quarterback was forty. A lot of the a lot of why they were kicking the can down the road was because they were in the last run with their quarterback. Now they're in a tough spot because they have guys like Alvin Kamara. Yes, still, but Michael Thomas. I'm mm-hmm. he hasn't been healthy in f- three years. He's never healthy. Chris Olave is awesome, but again, he's kind of having some injury issues as well. At least late in the year, he's got a concussion right now. But mm-hmm. that's their big problem. The Bills have the quarterback handled. You can kind of fill pieces now in with younger guys. You're kind of already seeing them do it with guys. Let's just look at the defense: Terrell Bernard and Christian Benford, and even Taylor Rapp being brought in. Like they're kind of already filling pieces with younger players. Some they've brought in through free agency. Some they've drafted, and it has allowed them to kind of keep the keep the train on the tracks. Now it's going to be a little bit, I think, more aggressive and potentially more so on the offense as they try to elevate their quarterback because they know we're, we're kind of putting a lot of money in an old defense. We'll see how it goes. It is going to be a very interesting offseason, especially if the Bills do miss the playoffs. They're not officially eliminated yet, but with the loss to the Eagles and the way they lost in the remaining schedule, it looks like it is going to be a tough road ahead. Kansas City next Sunday in Kansas City, another 425 kickoff. We're going to take a quick timeout. Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt filling in here on the Extra Point Show, and you're listening to WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.